Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about publishing schedules. So I was just messaging one of my friends this week, and she was telling me that she had pulled up our launch plan again because she's got a book coming out in the fall. And then I was like, oh, wow, Uh, I do too. I probably need to get started with (laughs) So... I like to look at three months in advance when I'm putting out something that's huge in my list. I know I had a three month with Sweet Potato Jones and now I have The Sunny Killer coming up August the 31st is its release with City Limits Publishing. So guys, I want to tell y'all, I can't wait, right? I can't, no, no. I'm going to be meeting with their publicist soon, which is really cool. to go over some plans I want to share my plan with the publicist so they can see kind of like my direction for the book and and what I can contribute some new ideas maybe that they could add to my list some ways that I can grow in this promotion and marketing side of the world so it's wonderful to have this Google sheet that I have because then I can just hit make a copy change the name at the top now it's the Sunday killer and now how am I going to approach this blank book launch and so when you have a plan in place it kind of takes away a lot of the pressure now I know that Mandy Lynn out there and I love her work and she I follow her on YouTube and I like to watch her videos she's really taught me a lot about self-publishing She actually has published the book launch planner. So if you guys need like a a huge intensive kind of planner uh, looking thing, go check that book out and see what you think about it. Um, It's on her website, um, Mandy Lynn. But for me, I I didn't need that. I just needed a place that made the whole list of all of my junk that I needed to do. Just all the way down. And then in some kind of semblance of priority to where of course the things that come first are at the top of the list and then as I learn and I each launch I go back and I add to it and the more that like my writing warriors for Jesus my WWJs the more they have launches guess what the more I learn from them and then they share with us the more I follow authors 
and I watch how they launch. The more I follow publishing companies and see how they're rolling their launches out, that gives me just some more resources and thoughts to ponder and things to add to my list. So last night I had a podcast with Ann Delview and she's one of my WWJs and she just wrote A Tale of Ashes and it was released on Tuesday and she has really been working her launch and I'm so proud of her and I've been watching you know how she's navigated out there on social media using her platform for good uh, promoting positive mental well-being and discussing mental health so you know I'm just so very excited for her because I also love her writing style and I know that it's a book that matters. So, I've also learned a lot from her. Like, now I've got to go back to that launch planner that I have and add Instagram Lives. I definitely want to do that more. And she's encouraged me to do that. And she didn't just send me a message and say, Jen, you should do Instagram Lives. No, she's out there doing them. And then I pay attention and I take notice and I really like it. And I'm like, you know what? How do I do that too? And my group was challenging me, my boot camp group. We were like, you know what? We can learn some new things. And, and I've got Instagram Live on the list now. So let's go out and learn something new this week when it comes to a platform. I've had Instagram since Sweet Potato Jones. But doing the lives is something that I don't necessarily think of or tap into. Now I know how to do them. I pushed the button and it worked. <laughs> but now I've just got to say, okay, now I need to plan these out. I need to strategically place them places and dates and all of that. Or I'm going to lose track of everything for the Sunday Killer. So I'm in a really busy season right now, guys. You know, it's the end of the quarter almost already. Like what? Like it seems like we just started the quarter, but it's almost the end of the quarter. Like school's almost over, right? I've got like 30 more days total. And then I've got homeschool. It's over in 22 more days. Yes, I've counted them. When these, you know, educational pieces of my life slow down for a little bit, and I'm not so like completely stretched thin, then I'll be able to really dive into the launch team and look up some 2021 fresh launch team paint to add to the Sunday Killer. But right now, I'm not stressing too much because I've got the plan. I've got it. I've got the organizational chart. Now, the WWJs have tons of different gifts within our group. And Michelle DeRosier is gifted when it comes to making spreadsheets. She loves them. She got me on this kick, and I'm so thankful. That's what we do. We surround ourselves by brilliance and loveliness, and it makes us better people just because we're near them. And I'm not exaggerating. It really does. But her spreadsheet idea, I was like, man, I love this spreadsheet. At first, I was like, oh, I just need a list. <laughs> the girl has worked her magic on me, and I love this spreadsheet stuff. Now, I'm not perfect at the spreadsheet, and I ain't having it add up mess and doing all that functional mess. No, I'm just making my list and my dates and my columns, and I have it like that set up. So, I do want to let you know that, you know, you could start with a list like me. You could start with a book. You could start with anything, a journal. Just start. 
and start making out your list and then you can color code things for priority rearrange things by order you know however it works for you you can do that thing but i just encourage you to do a thing especially when you have a big publication coming up and so i cannot wait to go through this list and say okay i'm going to add subscription boxes here this time i want to approach newspapers i'm going to put that in there um you know as i move and as i look oh i want to get some swag made for the sunday killer so i can do some promotions and some giveaways and i'm learning that by watching monster ivy publishing a group i love so much that i love to watch what they're doing online and how they're spent spreading books that matter out there to the world and so when you follow places that you love when you see the things that you're doing you don't have to say man oh i'll never be able to do that or gosh i wish i was this no you say wow i love how they're doing this how can i adapt and apply that to my author life what are some things i can do and even if you can't do it now you can do a now and later now you're gonna make me want that candy back from the 80s i love me some now laters y'all but you could do the now list and then you can add you a column and you could put a, a later list you can add all of that stuff in there because you can always come back in and have celebrations for your book so you can give yourself a celebrations tab you can put yourself a column right there that says later i want to focus on doing some swag i might not be able to pay for the swag now but maybe when i get some book generated revenue i can turn it back in and get some swag because you guys know me anything that's coming into the author life i'm cycling it back out in fact i got a payout today same exact amount of money that i need for a new cover so guess what i did this morning hey tia what you got going on how about for this custom cover how much do you charge <laughs> i've already sent out a filler the minute i get money within the business it's going back into my business so when you guys are supporting the podcast thank you because you guys just helped me get a new cover for my poetry book so i want to thank you so much for that because without your support i would have to like hold off on all my dreams like i'd have to hold off and you guys make it possible for me so i want to thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart like gratitude beyond when you hit that support button i want you to know where it's going it's going right back in so i can continue to live this life and find that joy in the everyday and you're a part of that because of your giving so i, I just want to thank you guys um but the launch you could do a now you could put some things for later so for example right now i need to know more specifics i'm going to then be approaching barnes and noble for later because i want to be in brick and mortar stores with the sunday killer <sighs> i wanted that for sweet potato jones and she's traditionally published and i wanted that and it didn't happen it didn't happen because covid hit and she was released august 2020 and so i didn't get to do that tour well now things are slowly opening back up and i'm seeing other authors getting in today there's an author for the storm chasers she just got in and, and i saw her image and you know the more i'm hearing it and seeing it it's giving me the confidence to say now can be that right time 
So I can't wait to meet with my publicist because I'm not just going empty-handed. I'm going with something of a plan to say, here's what my ideas are. Please help me shape these. Please help direct me. Please tell me what else I need to be doing and how I can do it. But I'm going with the plan. So having that plan is such an awesome thing. And during the courses that I'm going to be given for the Monarch Method, this is the launch part. This is going to be included in the Hallelujah section. Because with these resources, it can allow me to praise every step of the way. I'm not just walking to closed doors. I'm walking to an open spreadsheet door <laughs> that allows me to at least have that, that foundation. So if you guys are interested in the Monarch Method, how to write a book from start to finish, the H in Monarch is the Hallelujah Happiness that we have, but that doesn't mean it's over. That means you've written the book, what next? And so in the courses that I'm going to be giving, you can go to my website. I'm going to be holding those courses this summer. I'm going to go through each step of the way from motivation to organization all the way down to hallelujah. And so when you get there, go ahead and click and purchase your course. You guys are also helping me with that too. So each time you get a ticket for the conference, each time you get a course ticket, I just want you to know how much I truly appreciate you guys supporting me because this is the way that I can continue to build revenue so I can go out and do the main things that I want to do is spread this love, share out all of these resources, talk with people, encourage them for their blank or, you know, page. But, and as I'm honoring my blank page, you guys with your support, that helps me to continue to do so. All right, guys, I'm home. It's happy Friday. I'm tired, y'all. Got a headache. I couldn't get my Excedrin out of my pill bottle. It got stuck in the bottom and it's catty cornered. It is catawampus up in that bottle and I can't move it. So I just want to let you guys know that uh, I don't know if I'm going to be going live. I got to take some off. Uh, some headache medicine and try to get me some caffeine and, and kind of clear my head a little bit. I've been in meetings all day from the minute I walked into the door until I left. It has been nonstop. Every meeting in the world happened today. And so being online has really just these past, you know, a few months where I've been like, it's been more than a few months, but over a year, it's just, uh, it's, it's really difficult, guys, and, and just pray for teachers, pray for students and families, because it's not, like, easy, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say, but, um, but I do appreciate your support, and I appreciate my author friends who are out there doing their thing, because I'm learning from them, and it's just going to continue to help me improve my launches. So, I'm going to be adapting and modifying and changing, and especially with the thriller world, I've got to get new contacts. I've got to get, you know, new fresh ideas for murder and mystery and crime and all of that good stuff. So I've got some ideas in the works that's completely different, but I'm looking forward to it. Well, all right, guys, I will talk to you later. Okay, bye.
Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about the WWJ conferences. All right, Writing Warriors for Jesus is my Patreon group. You can go to Jen Lowry Writes on Patreon and find us there, and you can check out the different tier levels. We have a training camp that meets, and they pretty much are a part of a huge network of prayer and support on Facebook with me and I'll jump in and um, as much as I can we'll share resources we'll celebrate one another and um, I'll do little lives in there that's the training camp then we've got boot camp boot camp is the next tier and that is author coaching that is more specific and it is two hours on a Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time it was oh dark 30 but we changed that time <laughs> to accommodate people from different time zones it's still oh dark 30 but at least the birds are chirping a little bit more outside <laughs> there is light and then we get to sleep in a little bit more and we're a little bit more refreshed with boot camp but we are from 8 to 10 a.m eastern time and so when you hear the wwjs are having a conference it's the group it's us too It's a great way for us to fellowship together, have some fun, meet new authors, just, you know, meet readers, just go out and have an event together and celebrate the work of other authors in the field that we admire and respect. So, last year, I went to a conference. Now, y'all, don't quote me on this, but I think it might have been early May, okay, And one of my author friends out in the world, she sent me a message and she said, I'm presenting at this conference and it's going to be virtual. It was supposed to be in person, but now that it's virtual, you get to go and it's free. And I went, what? Because guys, let me tell y'all, you know how I told you about making excuses and I would make excuses about why I didn't hire an editor when I first started because I was on a teacher salary and we've got tons of kids and it was I couldn't afford to put money somewhere else other than in our household and I didn't have that income right then for the books to recycle itself same way when it came to conferences I would always say no I can't do that that's something that is a luxury item and I'm not all about that so I can't I couldn't I couldn't budget for it. So I would often not get to go to conferences that I really wanted and wished to attend. Like one of my author friends would go to one uh, with the Proverbs 31 group in Charlotte. And, you know, she would come back refreshed and renewed. And she met tons of people and networked and, you know, really built herself up. But I just couldn't go because I didn't have money. I mean, that was just the bottom line. It wasn't that I didn't have the desire. So when I went to my first online conference, it was on the Twitch platform. And I was like, look, boys, 
there's a, something going on Twitch. So I had to have the kids come in, and they're like, no, Mama, you got to have an account there for you to be able to come in. you got to do this and that. The boys knew everything about it because Twitch was their platform that they, you know, navigate to. That's where they spend the majority of their online time on. And so they helped me with Twitch, and I sat through the conference and soaked up just the experience of listening to other authors share their stories got some tips along the way and it was really cool and I was like you know what wow that's the neatest thing I got to keep my eye out for more right for more conferences more lord and I just knew that you know if the you know the pandemic was going to be going the way it was going and the world was shifting I was like, maybe that's not the first free thing, or maybe there's just been free things, and I just never knew about it, and I haven't been tapping into resources that have existed, that are there. And so, y'all, I'm going to be honest, when that hit and all of that, and I had such a positive experience, that's when I was like, okay, I want to start doing Eventbrite's. If I can't go out and do the tour like I'd done the previous year with the book sign-ins. I can create event brights for free and maybe I can meet some new people and encourage people during this season. And so I started those free event bright workshops. Absolutely loved them. That's how I met my editor. If I wouldn't have reached out of my comfort zone and said, nobody's going to attend this. This is weird. Well, you know what? If one person attends it and it's my editor, there was a few more. But I mean, you know, if one person attends it and I meet someone new, great. If no one attends it, then I set it up and I sit there for a few minutes and I say, oh, okay, nobody got this one. It was just, and it has no reflection on me. It was just not a good time. Or maybe it didn't get out there enough to be advertised. Or, you know, you got to do your reflective practice and you just move on. You try it again the next month, right? But a different day and a different time. So that's kind of where all of that started. But I woke up one morning. And I just felt this nudging from the Lord. And it was, when are you having your own conference? And I was like, Lord. Lord. Now, I'd seen how all of that was put together because I had just went to it. It was just coming off of that conference. And a group did it. They kept talking about their writing group. There was a moderator. They stayed in the corners of the screens. They would um, pull up questions from people in the chat. Um, I was like, okay, Lord. I saw how that worked. Is that why you had me go? At first, I was like, oh, wow, I'm there to support an author friend. Then, at the end of it, not only did I support an author friend, but I got to see a model of how a workshop operated online because I'd never been to one. Guys, I'm, I'm telling y'all, that was the first one. And so I was like, all right, Lord, if, if that's where you want me to do what you want me to do, I'll send out the fillers about this and, and I'll share it. And I'll ask my group to pray and we'll see. And so I had a very uh, small numbered group at that time. There was just a few of us on Patreon that were supporting me. And we're growing, guys. Um, 2021 has been the year for growth. 
So 2020, we were smaller, and and I approached my group on Facebook Training Camp, and I was like, guys, um, I just felt this nudging from the Lord that when's the WWJ conference? So what do you guys think about having a conference in August? And I threw it out there, and I got positive responses back. And I was like, okay, let's do this thing. So I started to, to just stay in prayer about the conference and started sending out, you know, presenter wish list. And next thing I know, we had a full schedule for August. Now, then we had to say, okay, we've got the lineup. Let's figure out the behind the scenes. And so if you watch that whole progression of my last year, you can see that I started with a service with StreamYard. Now, guys, I'm going to tell y'all, I, I did the OBS to start with. And then it wasn't a platform that I know there's a push of a button. Guys, one of my tech friends sat down with me yesterday and said, why is it that you say you couldn't do this? You push this button and it says start streaming. You push this button and it says stream key. You push this I said, oh wow. I don't remember my screen looking like your screen. I remember it looking like some kind of otherworldly dimension. And then that was hilarious because it really did. She was like, this is the easiest thing, Jen. You, you can do this. And if you need more tutorial, I can jump back on a meet and I can show you. But you can do this one. So it was funny. I laughed about it. And I was like, the boys would be so proud of me because that's something that they wanted me to start off with, you know, to do. But anyway, so I started contacting companies left and right. I started Googling companies, telling them that we wanted to have a free conference, which meant really there's also no budget for this thing, right? I mean, we have no WWJ budget. I don't want us to have a WWJ budget. That's not anything that I want to be able to manage. This is a Patreon group that is a prayer group, support group. This isn't something that, that I want to deal with a treasurer and, and to deal with all of that. That's too much. So, you know, when, when people look at what their platform was set up to do, continue to do that. You don't necessarily have to do eight more million things to it. Let it just be what it is, right? Um, so I don't, honestly, guys, the, the WWJ budget, that's not in the plans. <laughs> so when I say a free conference, it means free. It means people donating their time. We're not paying for speakers. We're not paying for keynotes. We're not paying for door prizes. Everything has been volunteer or voluntold to a couple of people, or it's been gifted. So that's where I started because I needed to find the platform. So that one was the heaviest moment for me because I was unsure. I've got the presenters. That was the Lord opened doors left and right. Everyone was saying yes. I said, there we go, God. We've got a complete lineup. There's no more room. There's no more. There, there's nothing else. And we decided to do a one-day conference because we this was our first one and we wanted to get it together and let's just see how a one-day conference works and we can reflect and move. So we weren't trying to push it out to a five-day conference or three-day conference. Like, 
like I know people are out there rocking things like that as their first try and great you might have like a group a large group that really helps coordinate and organize this but we were small and you know that's not the way we were going we were happy to have a one day free so the only company that emailed me back out of all of these places that I was submitting to was StreamYard. And StreamYard was like, oh, and we'll be your sponsor. And for your moderators, we'll give them a free month of pro with a coupon. I was like, man, you guys are rocking. You guys are awesome. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and try this thing. I'm going to see how this platform works. Because you can't wait till the day of to say, okay, we're going to use this new program. So if you watch that progression, last summer, I was streaming YouTube and Twitch, or YouTube only, wherever I decided to go, because I was just trying to build my, my Twitch up, because I was like, you know what, people could come to the conference, like I went to Twitch. So I was, you know, saying, well, let me, let me try to build this thing, and that's when Camp Nano was coming up, and I was like, I'll stream, I can try. And you know what? Tish and Ann telling me about write-ins. So I was like, I'll do a write-in and I'll write a new book live and I'll stream it. Sure enough, I wrote The Sunday Killer, y'all. Y'all, true story. You see how that stuff was like motivating me? I had an internal motivation. A why. Why was I streaming? The number one why was for me to learn something new and to practice it on my own platform. How do you do a chat? How do you work multiple streams? And so here I was, trying my best, fiddling around, old lady, pushing buttons, learning new things, having a ball, and I wrote a book. It did not distract me from my writing. And so if people would ask me, wow, I can't believe you guys put that conference again. People were legit saying, I cannot believe you did that starting the end of May and got that conference together in August. I can't believe it. I worked that way. It was not a just and wrote a book. It wasn't a distraction from my work because I worked it out to where I could multitask, right? I could have dual purposes for doing something. And guess what else it did? It brought me new engagement. Then I said, oh, I'm meeting new people this way. When I'm streaming, I'm trying write-ins. I'm trying to write my book live. It's motivating me to finish my book. I went to an exorbitant amount of word count during that camp. I started a couple of weeks earlier, though. I did start near the end of June, maybe June 15th on the Sunday Killer. I mean, it's documented. It's on my YouTube, but I, I really um, just went with that. And I love StreamYard. And StreamYard was easy. A couple of buttons, I had it. The more I did it, the more I loved it. And I was like, okay, I'm getting a monthly subscription to this. This is something for my author world that contributes back to my life. And it enriches my life. And it allows me to meet new people online. So it is worth me paying the money for it because I have to do that with my budget. I have to ask these key questions. 
One, does this platform bring me joy? Two, is this a platform that can benefit me in my career? Can it help me to connect and engage? And then if it doesn't, if it falls and it doesn't work, and then I just remove the subscription, but StreamYard was awesome. So, of course, that's why now I can triple stream. Because I went with the um, paid version, and you can go many different spaces in the whole universe, right? All right, so the conference was coming up. How are we going to promote it? We were very small, and so I had to make some, you know, decisions. I had to say, well, you know what, God, whoever shows up comes, and, and Lord, if you increase us, you do. If if you keep us this way, whatever is in your will and your time, I accept that. Because when you do something like that, whether it's a free conference, whether it's whatever, a paid conference, like we've got this year for me, I'm doing the Monarch Method in June 5th for a paid conference with just me from 8 to 5. But it's like, you never know who was going to show up or, you know, what. It is, right? It is. It is what it is. And you're building it. And you're preparing it. And you're putting a lot of prayer into it. And time. And you're making all the banners. And you're promoting it. And you're sending out the emails. And you're doing all of this behind the scenes work. And you just never know. So we tried Eventbrite. It kept putting things into people's spam to the point where Sherry wasn't even getting emails. And she couldn't get to that. She didn't know where they were going. She didn't even know how to log in. And so we were saying, okay, look, it's live streamed. It's going to be on this YouTube playlist. We need to stop trying to send people to three and four different places where they can watch it. Let's just say it's going to be on the YouTube playlist. It's direct to everybody there. Then that way, when they tell their friends, it's on the YouTube playlist at the Writing Warriors for Jesus YouTube channel. Then that makes it easy for people to just go on over there and, and click in it. So, that's the, you know, we kept, you know, brainstorming, problem solving, trying to figure out what was the best for free. Everything was free. How can we run this and really highlight authors, support authors, share their stories with others, and fellowship and talk about Jesus throughout the day? And if be free. So I don't want you guys to think that we had like tons of money going into this conference and we were pumping that in. And, and that's why you can't hold something within your group. That is so not the case. We made it work, okay, with free resources. And then we did get that sponsorship. So we got some different sponsorships thanks to Tish Bouvier. She was out working her magic. She got us tons of sponsorships. So we were able to give away prizes. But you know what? Here's the, here's the flip of that. Knowledge was free, right? The fellowship was free. The fun was free. If that's all someone got and they didn't get the prize, the prize was just a perk, an extra. It's nice to give do giveaways. It's nice to have prizes. But if we can't get sponsors, then that's okay too. And I've sent out tons of letters for this year's conferences, and we have one sponsor. And, you know, so far, that one sponsor, I'm very blessed, and I'm so thankful. You know, I, I love Book Brush. So does Tish. 
Tish has the highest membership, and she uses it all the time. And she's a graphic designer, and she loves it. So, you know, when I say these kind of things, like, it's not to, to discredit everybody saying no. It's just, it is what it is. And we have to come to terms when we're doing things. Yeah, we can continue to go out and do outreach. And yes, there's always room to grow. But if at the end of this, if that's what it is, then it was. And it was beautiful. And it was happy. And it was meant to be. It's not a letdown. So what kind of expectations do you have with it? That's something that, you know, sometimes we may need to check ourselves, right? Realistic expectations. And then we don't get, like, disappointed or hurt. We don't say, well, I thought a thousand people were going to come to this conference. And when we only got a hundred... I was really disappointed. Why? If it would have just been us WWJs and we would have had all that time and it's banked and it's sitting there. And now we can go, guys, if y'all missed the 2020 conference, go check it out. It's on the playlist and we can really direct people back and say, this is how we learned this because we heard this. We heard Mark Glesney from HarperCollins say this. Guys, you can watch it too. Nancy Nagel the, from Hallmark, a Hallmark author, really inspired us during the keynote. If you want to go back and listen to Nancy and hear her story of how Twitter opened doors for her, why it's important for social media and authors, she didn't necessarily preach all of that, but her story preaches all of that. And so I just really, you know talk about you with you guys the expectations but I want you to know that I've had those within myself I've had that internal dialogue and it allows me to approach things with joy more than oh my gosh how is this going to be it's all going to fail it's all going to flop no it is what it is and the Lord is going to be there amen because the Lord is before me the Lord is going to be in that place and I'm going to be happy about it so the conference went it was a long day. It was really tiring. Um, we had minimal technical issues. Minimal. It was it was smooth compared to what I thought that it might be. I mean, you never know about tech stuff. We get through the end of the day, and it's a great sigh of relief. And then it's done, and I get an email that says, Can you also do one of these for K-12 authors? So I'm like, Great. Let me see. So I talked to my K-12 people. I said, guys, would y'all be interested in a K-12 one? Somebody has emailed me. Sure, let's do it. Now, if you guys don't know, I'm at my 20th year teaching. I've been in education. I um, graduated back way long in the early 90s. And I'm telling y'all, I love what I do. I live this K-12 world. So when somebody's reaching out to me and saying, do you want to hold a K-12 conference? Uh, you're not asking me to do something that's way out of my comfort zone here. This is my lane, my primary lane all day long. <laughs> so that one was a sure for me. And then I, I still wanted to reach out to my group because they wanted it to be a WWJ event. And I needed their prayers and I needed them to say, yeah, let's try it. Let's do it. When I received that, we moved forward. We had a planning meeting. We had a reflection meeting after. 
and a couple of the WWJs popped into that reflection meeting. We took tons of notes. It was a great day to talk about it because it was very close after the event, and we shared it out with the main group, and we said, this is what we are coming up with for 2021. And so in January, I started getting together the conference list. I started finding out who wanted to be participants, and within a weekend, I had the whole set up complete because that's how God is working within this thing. It, it is. It's a God thing, y'all. And we're just answering the call. So, we've got the conference May 22nd. Yes, May 22nd. And it was 8 to 5 and now it's like 8 to 7 because we got a sponsorship. So, I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.